Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Coming up on today's wrestling news, the real reason Daniel Bryan went to AEW. Bryan Danielson, as I should be calling him, in fact, Adam Cole, Ruby Soho, and Minoru Suzuki showed up also on last night's AEW All Out pay-per-view, where there are also new tag team champions crowned, and I've got an update on Sasha Banks to tell you about as well. I'm Adam Wilborn, and I'm incredibly alone, and this is is the news. Yes, a solo news today, Cleary and Murray were doing the stream last night and everyone else is struggling to recover from quite possibly the best pay-per-view ever. More on that as we get to your Twitter questions a little bit later on. But let's start with Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, as I really should call him. Apologies if I give him his old WWE name as we talk about this, because we've got to talk about what happened after All Out went off air last night. You see, obviously, Daniel... Brian Danielson came down to make the save, or more specifically to interrupt Kenny Omega as he was sending the fans home happy. Maybe not with him. Uh, he interrupted them after the Elite had beaten down Jurassic Express and Christian Cage and made friends with their former best friend. Yeah, Adam Cole. Again, more on him in a second. But Daniel Bryan... Brian Danielson in the subsequent uh, media chats and, as I said, after the show went off the air, he got a microphone to talk about, basically, why he's gone to AEW. And because he's such a lovely bloke, he didn't shoot on his former promotion. He said he loved WWE and he loves AEW. This is according to PW Inside. He says his decision to leave WWE in May was just a matter of having to move on. He was talking about being excited to wrestle here in AEW. He, of course, called out the elite in the process for future matches. And Sean Ross Sapp, no crap, just Sapp, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful Select, uh, also noted that Daniel... Brian Danielson credited the AEW talent as the result uh, of him being there, as, as the reason, sorry, for him being there, particularly those who'd been with the company from day one. I mean, it's exciting to matches with those people he's referenced there, your Darby Allens, your Sammy Goras, your MJFs off the top of my head, along with all the EVPs and what have you. Uh, he said he was great for his t- grateful for his time in WWE. He wanted to thank the audience and thank the current AEW roster for luring wrestlers over from Vince McMahon's promotion, presumably happy that there is a genuine alternative to WWE right now. Just again, again and again, an example of why Danielson is just such a top bloke. He didn't go out there and go, oh, I was fed up in WWE and they mistreated me and whatever. No, he did everything he wanted to do in WWE. He's now come to AEW and yeah, the dream matches we're going to get and the excitement and the buzz around that promotion, not only from him showing up and Cole and Soho, is what I'll get into in a second, but off the back of that bloody pay-per-view, 
Oh, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan, basically. But as I said, Brian Danielson, not the only person to show up unannounced on All Out last night. We also got Adam Cole, who came down, presumably, or initially as we thought, I should say, to make the save or to interrupt Kenny Omega as he was saying that there's no one out there who's on his level. They're either not here or they're dead. Out comes Adam Cole. He teases a fight with the Elite and then they're all friends again, sealed with a super kick to poor old Jungle Boy. Smooches with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega from Adam Cole. And he talks about... Yeah, these are his best friends. Of course he's not he's going to align himself with them. The super elites are now a thing again and goodness me I've no idea where on earth we go from here but as I mentioned it wasn't just those two Ruby Soho is also all elite the former Ruby Riot from WWE she showed up as the Joker in the Casino Battle Royale on last night's All Out pay-per-view uh, she won the whole thing in fact she eliminated Thunder Rosa last and she will go on to face Britt Baker for the AW Women's World Championship in due course uh, Britt Baker retaining in her match against Chris Statlander earlier on in the night. And oh yeah, Minoru Sodding Suzuki showed up as well last night after John Moxley's match. He came down, they just twatted each other in the face as hard as they could. And it concluded with Suzuki hitting a gotch pile driver on Moxley. And off the back of that, they're going to have a match, I believe, on this week's Dynamite, the AW Homecoming in Cincinnati, Ohio. Suzuki versus Moxley. I think I'm going to wear a neck brace just to watch that match. They're going to beat the crap out of each other. Just like, I'm going to give a mention now, because in case I forget it later, just like Miro and Eddie Kingston did. That's one way to challenge for the TNT Championship. The only title that changed hands last night, though, Kenny Omega retained, Britt Baker retained, Miro retained, as I said there, was the AEW Tag Team Championships. The Lucha Bros are your new champs. They finally defeated the Young Bucks in a bonkers match of the year contender inside a steel cage. I'm inevitably going to miss half the spots in this. So I'll just mention a shoe with, a shoe with bloody thumbtacks on it that got used to bust people wide open and just nail them pun intended, in the face. There was a top rope Canadian destroyer from Penta El Zero Miedo. There was Ray Phoenix climbing right up to the top of this, uh, the cage, which looked even bigger than usual, kicking Nick Jackson off it, doing a big dive off, off onto everyone. And the finish saw the Lucha Bros hit me, hitting a double team pile driver on, I think, Nick, I always get them confused, one of the Young Bucks to pin them one, two, three. A lovely moment afterwards with Penta celebrating with his children, I assume. Uh, I was taken up in it all and was about as exhausted as Penner at that point. But yes, the Lucha Bros are your new AEW Tag Team Champions. And finally, I'll come back to all that when I get to your Twitter questions in a second. I've got to talk to you about Sasha Banks. She has, of course, been missing for quite some time now uh, from TV. She wasn't on SummerSlam. Becky Lynch took her place in that match with Bianca Belair, of course. But per Fightful Select, what a day for Fightful Select this is, um, she was backstage at this week's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. They've not heard about any plans creatively for Sasha Banks just yet, but it's WWE, things change at the drop of a hat, so who knows what's going to happen there. She was missing from SummerSlam because of personal reasons. I'm not going to speculate as to why that was, but you look at that SmackDown Women's Championship picture. we got the, the contract signing on that insane Madison Square Garden SmackDown coming up this week, of course, and with Bel Air, Sasha Banks, and Becky Lynch in and around that, 
I mean, you almost have to book badly to not take those three in one combination or another all the way up to, I don't know, the Royal Rumble? Who knows? But yes, Sasha Banks, uh, by the sounds of it, is going to be or is going to be back in a wrestling ring for WWE once they decide as and when they want her. No rush for me. I mean, it'd be fun if she interrupts the contract signing, but I feel like you've got the time to have some bonkers Extreme Rules match between Becky Lynch and uh, Bianca Belair and maybe even Hot, Hot Potato the Championship. Who knows? But establish them and then you've got a definitive babyface, maybe a definitive heel. That certainly sounds like what Becky Lynch wants to do. And I'd have Sasha Banks maybe as a bit of a tweener. But let us know your thoughts on all that. Great to hear Sasha Banks, though, uh, hopefully returning to a WWE ring very soon. Let's move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWWE. Of course, if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, first question today comes from Marcus Haman, who says, Morning, with the tag team title loss and Adam Cole arriving, do you see this being the opening for the trio championship belts, giving them to the Young Bucks and Adam Cole? We often get this question but I feel like it's particularly pertinent now because you could have the Lucha Bros go off and defend those tag titles against I don't know I mean the dynamics don't work in terms of babyface and heel but regardless Santana and Ortiz perhaps FTR would be another great match Jurassic Express I mean you're not struggling for tag teams and then in terms of trios yeah there's a whole host of them too and who better to be the first trios champions than the Young Bucks who shenanigans their way into basically making a new title for themselves because they lost their last one and their best friend Adam Cole although maybe you want to do something different with Cole it's just so exciting at the top of that card with Omega and Punk, who, of course, you know, had his first match brilliant. Seven and, seven and a half years he's been away, and it felt like he'd been away for seven and a half days. Fantastic reaction. He defeated Darby Allen there, of course. But, yeah, I think with with that, with Death Triangle, then we've got the Fernandes with Andrade amongst all that, uh, you, you know, I could list many, many more teams and, and trios that can form up together. You can make mad pairings like, I don't know, Moxley, Kingston and Sting off the top of my head just of that photo from Dynamite a few weeks back. Or was it Rampage? Who cares? Um, yes, I certainly think that could be feasible and a way of getting heat back on the Young Bucks now they've lost those titles. Uh, right, a question I've been asked quite a lot this morning on Twitter. Daniel Bishop Petrick says, where does All Out 2021... 2021 rank all time in pay-per-views because I've been watching since 1984 and that has to be one of the best I have ever seen. That appears to be the general consensus coming out today. I mean, I, I, I always get a bit carried away after big, decent pay-per-views and say, yep, that's the best pay-per-view ever. You know, you can go back and talk about WrestleMania 17. For me, one of my favourite pay-per-views ever is one I was very lucky to be at as TakeOver New York. WrestleMania 35 was great in parts, just really long. Um, and, you know, you've got to mention in terms of AEW's history, Revolution. Revolution 2020 is certainly was my favourite AEW pay-per-view maybe until tonight but let us know your thoughts in the comment section because i've already seen debate raging online i'm going to take a few days to 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 let it sink in maybe go back and re-watch it all i did like the fact that you know it was still long it was still nearly four hours that main card but it flew by because the way they organized it and it's been a lot worse when it comes to aw pay-per-view length so credit to them on that but yeah, I had such a good time and they really didn't waste that much time. I still don't really enjoy a Casino Battle Royale. It's just structured weird 
and I could have done without Paul White versus QT Marshall, but at least it was over quickly, eh? But let me know your thoughts on, as to where this pay-per-view ranks all time, because I sense there's going to be arguments raging in the What Culture Office for quite some time on that one. Uh, final question today comes from Eddie Zamhari, who says, with the signing of Adam Cole and Brian Danielson, do you think uh, it will overshadow the talent of AEW, especially mid-card wrestlers, to showcase their talent? You know what, Eddie? I think... There's an argument to be made that, yes, this roster is huge now. I'm not going to use the word bloated because they do use a nice sort of rotational system with it all. But, I mean, you can just talk about who they brought in in the last couple of months. You're your Malachi Black, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, uh, Minoru Suzuki. Not that he's all elite, but, yeah, there's a lot of new people being brought in. I don't think they will overshadow them because I think you'll get stuff like what you got last night with CM Punk and Darby Allen of just introducing Darby Allen to maybe more casual fans that somehow don't know who he is after the last two years. I hope we get more of that sort of thing. I sense, particularly with someone like a Brian Danielson, not to besmirch Punk and, and Cole and that, that he has gone in not to win world championships. He wants to go in and just have great matches. So putting him in there with your Sammy Guevara's or your Jungle Boys or your MJFs who did some flippy stuff last night and, of course, is still undefeated. Look, I don't want to go into it right now, but either referees can change their decision, in which case he should be world champion because John Moxley used an illegal move against him when he was fighting for the title, or they can't. And Chris Jericho should never wrestle again in AEW. I'm just saying. I'm just saying here. Um, but I hope that, uh, yeah, the new talent being brought in and I sense that the right sort of people that they won't come in and do the old, that doesn't work for me, Bruno. Uh, anyway, let's move on to today's and finally. And a shout out to PB Smalls 96 on Twitter. Uh, DeAndre Hooper, who says, uh, to Miller particularly, can you give me an up? What a night to be a wrestling fan. It was his first uh, AEW pay-per-view. He's got lovely ups and downs. And there were so many of them. I loved spotting them when they do the little camera sweep. But I just saw PB Smalls 96 tweet this morning. I just want to say a thank you to him and to all of you uh, for those ridiculous signs that you take to the shows. I know it gives Miller a warm feeling in his you-know-what. But, oh, goodness me. Apologies if I've rambled on a bit there. It's been a bit of a wild few hours here at What Culture. Let me know your thoughts on everything we discussed and your thoughts on AEW's All Out pay-per-view and where it ranks in the greatest pay-per-views ever in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, of course. Uh, make sure you watch Miller's ups and downs when that is uh, up later on today, of course. And you can let me know your thoughts on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE and follow me at Adam Wilbur. Thanks for watching. I've been Adam from What Culture. I'll see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.